0: Hello, my name is Charles Kojo Van Dyke. I am the host of Alternative Convos. Alternative Convos is a discussion show at the intersection between social cohesion and social change in Africa. It is an alternative platform, a safe space for alternative views. Today's guest is Mabel Lung Shu, She's a Cameroonian-born community development professional. She has an interesting background, which is quite rooted in the sciences. Yes, the sciences, specifically on quality control and management. She co-founded the Extraordinary Development of Mind and Vision, and she's had stints with the Cabot group. ITEN drugs based in Accra and now works at the West Africa Civil Society Institute within the Knowledge Management Unit. So she's a colleague and we are in really amazing company. So today's discussion point is, in God we trust, everyone else we monitor. Why is trust a rare commodity in development spaces in Africa. Welcome, Mabel, to my podcast.
1: Thank you very much, Charles. I'm delighted to be here.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mabel. So we're coming to talk about trust. And I usually like to start with you know, a more intimate perspective of why this kind of conversation appeals to you. So what is your story and how does the issue of trust center around your story?
1: Um, okay, so, well, I would like to begin by looking at trust. I'm looking at trust at um, four different levels. Like to, I'm considering that trust is a relationship, so I'd like to handle it from four different levels. Excellent. I'm looking at the relationship between organizations and their donors. I'm looking at the relationship between organizations and the people they serve. I'm looking at the relationship that exists between organizations and their peers. And I'm looking at the relationship that exists between or amongst colleagues within an organization. So I'm going to look at trust from these four different levels. Most of the time, um, when we talk about trust, we are assuming that it's just the relationship that exists between donors and civil society organizations. Yes. But then I'm also going to consider that there are different factors that affect these relationships. So I'm going to consider trust like I'm going to use the acronym version yes. to talk about how I understand trust.
0: I love that. The acronym version. Yes. <laughs> this is be acronym good. Version.
1: <laughs> so when I look at trust, I'm looking yeah. at the C to represents um Transparency and accountability. Excellent. And accountability in this case, I'm also looking at the 360 degree form of accountability. Yeah. Where I'm looking at the fact that um, organizations are supposed to be accountable upward to their donors. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be accountable downward to the people they serve. Yes. There's supposed to be the internal accountability that exists amongst colleagues, and there's supposed to be the external accountability that exists between civil society organizations and their peers. That's mm-hmm. what exists among civil society organizations. Exactly. So sense. once this is absent, mm-hmm. we're definitely going to have trust issues. Mm-hmm. Then for the R, am going to look at the ability to be reliable. Yes. So within organizations, we work as teams. Yes. So amongst these teams, amongst the members of the teams, Yes. Do we, can we say that at every point in time we are reliable and then what we're thinking about the relationship between the organizations and the people we serve do we think that these people we serve consider us to be reliable to them when we say we would do what we say we will do Mm. is that what we actually do Mm -hmm. then looking at the you i'm going to talk about understanding yeah so within these organizations us um, employees do mm. we understand why we are doing the things we are doing or are we just doing the because there are people that we have to serve and there is funding so that's Excellent. why that's Excellent. why that's why sometimes we have um, um, the issue of we have where we have funding that's mm. driving the problem and not the problem being determined by the funding so Very instead end of um, us addressing problems And then determining what fund is going to solve the problems, we bring in funds and say, these are the problems that we want to solve. So
0: the resources are not chasing the problem, but the problem is chasing the resources. Very interesting. And
1: that's why we have sometimes organizations are doing the SDG dance. You have (laughs)
0: the what?
1: The SDG dance.
0: Hey, Okay, I love that. The SDG dance. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Where you have organizations yeah. changing their programs, yes, yeah. based on what is available. Today they are doing health. Tomorrow they are doing water. The yeah. next day they are doing education. Yeah, and that's because of the funds that are available. Yeah. So we are not rooted to our mission. We are no longer rooted to our vision. Mm,
0: mm, mm, mm.
1: Then for the S, I'm looking at a safe space. Ooh,
0: safe space. That you know that's a term that is kind of you know ignites a lot of feelings especially within these turbulent times so I love that safe space okay
1: so we say we are serving people yes yes but do we provide a safe space for these people mm. pour out their worries to us mm. are we sure that the relationship that we have with them is the kind of relationship that they want or do we just sit and decide what has to be done for that but we need to be able to create a safe space so that the people we serve can be able to relate with us fantastic based on their needs mm. and not just based on the things we want to do. Okay. And then for the last thing I'm going to look at truthful. Mm. So let's mm. see we look at mm. the Truth. Yes.
0: Truth. But who's truth?
1: From from every from <laughs> every level. <laughs> okay. There's truth within the teams, the organizations within us as employees, are we honest with each other? Excellent. I'm looking at here, I'm looking at the personal relationships we have Mm. because in as much as we're working as a group for a greater good, there's also the wellness part of it. There's also Mm. the relationship, the personal relationship that we have with each other Mm. because we need to stay sane. But then at this level, are we honest with each other?
0: Fantastic.
1: At the level of the people we are serving, are we even honest with them? So these these are the the factors that I, I love to look things. at when I'm looking at the word trust and mm. looking at all of these. So when it comes to the trust aspect, you're not just looking at one part and saying this is the reason why I trust you. No. Know? Yeah. There are a couple of it's
0: multi-layered. Mm. Mm.
1: So in this case, I'll just want to find out when when it comes to you as an individual, yeah. When you say you trust somebody, what are the things you look for? Yeah. Things you're as you, or you're hoping to get from that person. What is it that makes you trust somebody?
0: I mean, I think, of course, the person. Uh, for first of all, I sh- should be honest. Um, the person should be able to give candid feedback, um, and and the person should be reliable. So I do align with your acronyms and 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 so i find those acronyms extremely important mm-hmm. but i wanted to see if we can dig deeper in each of the acronyms okay. yeah okay. so this whole idea and i love the first one because i i see it as the foundation yes. of this whole trust conundrum mm-hmm. right the whole thing about transparency and i think accountability that's what you said what is it in transparency and accountability that makes it quite challenging for us to uphold that value
1: Okay, so let me let me look at when what whatever it is that we are doing. Yes. Let me take um, organisations that are depending on external funding. Exactly. Right. So we have said this is what we want to do. Mm. Funders have said this is how much they have. Yes. To give for us to do what we want to do. At the end of the day, we we are not we can't guarantee that what we said we would do is what we have actually done. And in this case, we would not want to report mm. about the things we have not done. Yes. So it makes accountability a little complex, because we, 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 are, interest, we, are, we are we have our personal interests uh-huh. as organizations, we have our personal interests, in yes. such as we have the general interest. Yes. So it's, it's difficult for us to actually report our personal interest or what it is that we have done at the personal level to the funders. It's difficult for us to be honest with them. There are cases where you might have said, this is what you want to do. And then you go down to the field and realize that um, this is, that was not probably, it was not in alignment with what-
0: You saw on the ground, the the actual context. Yes. exactly.
1: But then how do you go about telling your funders that Mm. you realize that there was a more serious problem and instead of using what the, what the resources you had um, decided to use at the beginning for That's this right. particular reason you chose to use it for this other reason because you realized that this was going to be more beneficial to them mm. it's going to be difficult to but it also
0: depends on the relationship you have with the founder <laughs> in yeah, terms that, of how transparent you have been with that exactly.
1: so it goes back to what we are saying the foundation a, yes your relationship
0: mm. so
1: we are not just looking at what relationship you have with them but it's It's a two-way thing to look at. Yes, because once you're able to establish that relationship, it's going to make reporting easy. It's going to make Mm. accountability really easy.
0: So, basically you're saying accountability and transparency should be something that is ingrained in everything that you do and your relationships with the, whether it's your funders, your partners, uh, it should be part of the way you work. And it's easier that way to tackle the complex issues. And then I like reliable. Reliable. Um, how reliable I'll be, in that, your in your opinion?
1: That's the question. yeah. So I'm going to look at um, the teams that we work in. Mm-hmm. So let's assume that um, for some reason we have one of our team members yeah. who is not able to report to work for one reason or the other. That's right. Can we claim that we are we 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 are we can be dependent Other people can depend on us to carry out that person's responsibilities
0: mm. the same way. Mm. So have... are we interdependent? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Mm.
1: So when I also look at the relationship that we have with the people we're serving, yes. do you think that they actually think that they can rely on us mm. to provide the services that they need, not the services that we want to provide, but the services that they need? Do they, do they believe in us? And do they, do they say that if they let us do this, we will be able to do and deliver just exactly what they want. Yeah. So that's what I look at: reliable. Are we? Are you able to deliver what you say you would deliver? Mm. Are you able to meet up to the needs and the expectations of these people yeah. that we are serving?
0: Yeah. 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 So it's 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 an extremely pertinent, pertinent question: reliability, and then of course the you, understanding. I, I, for me it's a, another very important part of your acronym. Are we understanding what we are doing? And to what extent does our understanding reflect in the outcomes of what we are, we are doing? I would love your perspectives on that.
1: So I, it would have been interesting if I had an answer to that, but yeah. unfortunately I don't, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I feel that most of us don't even know why We are doing the work we do. Most of us don't
0: know why. Yes, We know what we want to do. Why? So the question question. is, so why don't we know? Uh, uh, Is it because we're, we're not doing this because of a passion? Is it because we see this as a job now? Because the interesting value of civil society was that people who were passionate about a specific cause come together to pursue that cause. So it was driven by heart you know and in order for us to evolve we have ha- added head so uh, are we losing our hearts is that the issue or or is it that people don't understand don't see the big picture of, of where they are
1: so like you said the at the beginning the idea is it, it comes from passion yeah but we also are i think we're forgetting that in as much as we have um leaders who are driving these organizations mm. they are the ones we can boast of mm. and say that these are the passionate people yeah but then the people who come in later are yeah. so we show that they're coming in with the same passion or they are coming in for the money mm. so that's what we have to uh,
0: so so when you say the people coming in later you're talking about when an organization starts at yes. the nascent stages yes. because it's it's, it's fresh yes. it's new The people who are in there, the few, they are kind of driven to to make it grow. Now, when it grows, those who come in after the so-called founding members, Mm -hmm. they may not have the same passion.
1: They may not have the passion. And it's difficult when there's one person who has the passion and the other people don't. Because you're assuming that because you are passionate, Yes. The other people who have come in are automatically passionate. Mm. But that's, I think that's a wrong...
0: So assumption. passion is not intoxicating.
1: No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. You have, to, you have to make people passionate. Sometimes people can come in yeah. without the passion. But when they see the way you carry out, the activities you're carrying out, it makes them become passionate. But I think that we are assuming that the passion is, every, is something that everybody has. And so mm. sometimes we make Sometimes they actually just make wrong wrong assumptions.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Very interesting. And then, of course, the 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 last one, the truth. Now, the thing about truth is this: they say people say there's the truth, there's your truth, and there's my truth. How do we navigate this conundrum of truths? In your view?
1: So, looking at this, I think this is also a complex issue because I think this is a value that is. It's it's a value that is within people. It's not really something that you can teach people to.
0: Mm. It's innate. Mm. It's a part of your upbringing. Mm.
1: So it's going to be a little difficult. And remember at the beginning, the question was why is trust Mm. difficult to find?
0: In In development spaces. It's because,
1: yes, we, we are even finding it difficult to be honest with each other. And there's a reason for that. As human beings in general, we're very judgmental. Mm. So it makes it difficult to for individuals to be able to open up to people. And uh, let's take um, I still keep going back to the teamwork because every organization is made up of teams. In the Absolutely. To the organization, so within a team, assuming that I am supposed to carry out an activity, I'm supposed to do something, and I'm, I'm not able to do it. So is there that, that space, is there that safe space where yeah. I can actually tell my colleagues that I can't do this. Can you help me? No, because there's this idea that most people, when they come out open, they're being judged. You're either criticizing them for not being able to do what they're supposed to do. Absolutely. So it makes it difficult for people to try open up. And when your team within the organization is not, the base is not fair. It's difficult for the organization as a whole. To be able to run, the people, the organization is made up of people, and if these people don't trust each other, if these people are not honest with each other, if these people don't rely on each other, it's difficult for the for the organization to move forward.
0: Excellent, thank you so much for that. So, I mean, this has been an amazing conversation for me. The SDG dance and the whole acronym thing is has, has been quite illuminating. But, you know, usually with my conversations, I I always feel like people want to know, okay, how do we build this trust? So we've highlighted the different complexities, the scenarios. In your view, for somebody who's passionate about this kind of conversation, trust-based relationships, how do you think we can build this trust? What are the kind of things that we should be doing practically?
1: Okay, so I think we should focus on collaborating rather than competing fantastic because that's also and this is also understandable because there's scarcity of resources mm. so everybody wants the resources to come to them, and that's why there's more competition than collaboration but i think that if we leverage collaboration mm. it's it's going to build um, better relationships so if we take two organizations we we'll find that they are probably doing the same thing but because of some reasons that we can't understand. There's a difficulty in getting access to resources. Why don't they come together Mm. and make plans towards achieving or towards acquiring these resources rather than being in competition with each other? It's going to be more beneficial if they collaborate more and compete less. It's the same thing too within organizations. Mm. We're competing for promotion. We are competing for um, end of year best employees. <laughs> We're competing yeah. for all of those. Yeah. But why don't we rather work together to uplift each other? Mm-hmm. Why don't we give that space for colleagues to be able to relate with each other and grow as a group? Not as one. They always say that a single hand can tie a rope. Yes. It's a group of people that can tie the rope. Mm. So we should we should try to work together. Mm. We are not this. At the end of the day, we all have a single objective. So I think that it's going to be better if we work together to achieve that. Mm. There's this saying that um, a team is not a group of people who come together. A mm. team is, is a group of people who trust each other.
0: Fantastic.
1: So what? We, we should ask.
0: So it's them. not a coming together, it's not but it's the quality of the relationship that you have together yeah, exactly. based on trust. Exactly. Fantastic.
1: Any group of people can come together and do anything. It mm. doesn't just the group of
0: people. But a team must have that trust. And
1: it must be that trust. Mm. So the question we should be asking ourselves now is are we a group of people or are we a team? So I would like us to actually sit and ask ourselves that question what are we? Mm. Are we groups of people or are we actually teams? So if we are teams that we need to sit down and actually analyze the relationship that we have Mm. internally, externally, the relationship we have with our donors, the relationship we have with the people we serve, the relationship we have amongst civil society organizations as a group.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, you know, I would love to hear what you tell a, a young person, you know, especially the fact that we have a lot of Gen Zs in, now in the space uh, who want to be ambassadors of trust. Uh, what should they do to build these relationships?
1: Um, so I would, I would like to say it's, it all begins with yourself.
0: Fantastic.
1: You can't, you can't trust other people. if You don't even trust yourself. So it has to start with you. If you're able to trust yourself, it's going to be easy. These are, again, these are not values that you learn, but it's within you. What, 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 how do you consider yourself? Do you consider yourself a trustworthy person? What
0: value do you put on yourself?
1: Yes. And how, how long do you hold that? Is are your values driven by only self, I don't know how to say. But is it you driving mm. your values or you're being influenced by your spark? To- you let your environment influence your values. So we need to be able to hold on to the things we call our values, irrespective of the, of the space we find ourselves. Sometimes these things are contagious. Mm. Sometimes mm. they are. Mm. So, as much as you're in an environment where people might not hold the same values that you hold, know, if you stick to your values, There's a possibility of you contaminating the people around
0: you. I love that. So
1: that's the one thing. It's it's not complex. It's just you maintaining your value. And I believe that the people around would also be able to pick that up.
0: Fantastic. I've loved this conversation. Thank you so much, Mabel Shu. Basically telling us, let's contaminate our atmosphere with positive values and build trust. Thank you for this conversation. Thank you so much. For making time. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you very much, Charles, for having me.
0: Bless you and wish you all the very best as you move ahead with your work. Thank you. Thank you.